In this bulletin, authorities step up their pleas for residents to listen to warnings as the bad weather intensifies. Britain's former finance minister officially declares he will stand in the race to replace Liz Truss. And in sport, Netball Australia searches for a new sponsor after Gina Reinhart's mining company withdraws its multi-million dollar offer. All the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Brooke Young. The Bureau of Meteorology says two separate weather systems are expected to cause havoc across Victoria and New South Wales this week. Spokesman Dean Narimore says the first system is heading into Victoria from South Australia and will bring moderate to heavy rainfall to parts of the state, particularly in the north. He says the second one is a low-pressure system off the southeast Queensland coast that will saturate the region as well as northern New South Wales. Mr Narimore says the upcoming days could be intense, with only a brief respite in the middle of the week. Thankfully from Wednesday into Thursday we should see most of eastern and southeastern Australia get a bit of a respite with just some very isolated hit and miss showers and storms. And that continue into Friday and as well. But as we move into the weekend, unfortunately the next weather system, once again coming in from WA, is going to hit that moisture and we could see another round of widespread showers, storms and rain. Treasurer Jim Chalmers believes increasing migration will be central to the nation's economic success. The Albanese government is preparing to hand down its first budget on Tuesday since taking office in May. Dealing with the inflationary stranglehold on the Australian economy will be the government's highest priority. Speaking to SBS News, Dr Chalmers says he plans to tackle inflation by bolstering the workforce through immigration and job training. I think it's an important part of the piece of the puzzle. We see migration as a very important part of our economic policy. It's not a substitute for training more people for more opportunities here as well. It should be complementary and not at odds, and that's how we see it. Britain's former finance minister, Rishi Sunak, has confirmed he will stand to replace Liz Truss as Prime Minister. In a tweet, he described the United Kingdom as a great country, but added that it faced a profound economic crisis. Mr Sunak was defeated by Ms Truss in the race to replace Boris Johnson in September, after losing an election held by members of the Conservative Party across the country. Even before announcing his intentions, Mr Sunak had already received more support from Conservative politicians than his rivals, the former Defence Minister Penny Mordaunt and former Prime Minister Boris Johnson. However, Ms Mordaunt maintains that she still has enough support to win and has called on her colleagues to stop focusing on themselves. I'm in this to win it. I think it's important for our party. We have a contest. I am very confident about our numbers. And it's, I, the reason why I'm doing this is because I think I am best placed to bring the party together. Egypt is bracing itself for November's COP27 climate summit, taking place in the Red Sea city of Sharm el-Sheikh, which will start on November 6th. Several development projects to infrastructure and initiatives to turn the city green are underway, including the construction of mega solar power plants and green hydrogen, the development of public transportation and road renovations. About 90 heads of state have confirmed attendance at the climate negotiations, where they will address issues related to the development of green hydrogen, water and food security, and achieving a just energy transition towards renewables. The themes reflect some of Egypt's priorities as it tries to better promote the interests of developing nations and their need for financing to adapt to the impacts of climate change. Australia has formally pledged to support a 30% reduction in the nation's methane emissions over the next 10 years. 
The United States, the UK, and the European Union are already signatories to the deal that is hoped to reduce overall greenhouse gas emissions. Climate change minister Chris Bowen says the government is now looking for opportunities to cut methane from the agriculture, energy, and water management sectors. We are the world's 11th biggest emitter of methane, so it's very important that we have a seat at the table and we are part of the solution. Around 29% uh, comes from resources, 47% from agriculture, and 10% from waste. What we want, well, we will do, is work closely with these sectors on sensible plans for methane emission reduction. And heading over to sport, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says he's hopeful that another sponsor will step up to support Netball Australia after Gina Reinhart's Hancock Prospecting withdrew its lucrative funding deal. The mining company has walked away from a proposed $15 million three-year partnership after some of the Diamonds national team voiced objections to it. Mr Albanese says he is optimistic that Netball Australia will find another investor. I'm very uh, hopeful uh, that uh, there will be uh, other uh, individuals, companies, uh, sponsors step up. Uh, Netball is an important sport in this country. Uh, it is uh, played by so many people. The Diamonds have put their sponsorship controversy to one side, beating New Zealand's Silver Ferns by four goals and reclaiming the Constellation Cup. And that's your latest from the SBS Newsroom. More at midday. I'm Brooke Young. 